Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. Crying, you're crying. Remember when you had to have something like that was a knockoff because your parents weren't rich like cats? That's coming up a little bit later on in the podcast, so grab a Kleenex. In the meantime, here we go. We've got email. So before I saw Noelle's <clears throat> excuse me email, I had never heard of the term sleep under before, right? Like your kid has had a sleepover. When you had said this, I'm like, we got to ditch what we had planned because this is uh, this is a form of helicopter parenting, I think, taken to a completely uh, another level. So here's the email from Noelle. Hey, Kat and JJ. I had the strangest request. My son asked one of his classmates in the fourth grade if he could spend the night this coming weekend. I said, sure, just have the kid's mom call me. I'll set it all up. When the mom called, she said her son could stay, but only under one condition, that she gets to stay over as well. Mm -hmm. She said she gets too nervous letting her son sleep away from the house, and she would feel better if she was there. She said she wasn't comfortable, and if that was bad for us, that she could just pick up her son at 8 p.m., I've never heard of such a thing. I clearly don't want this woman that I don't know sleeping in my guest room. But my son really wants her son to stay, so I'm starting to consider it. What do you guys think? Maybe something you could talk about on your show. Have you ever heard of the sleep under? Thanks. Anxiously listening. Noel. So I had to Google it, and it is a thing. I've just never heard of it because... I, I don't think it's uh I don't think it's healthy. Now through my three kids kind of all growing up, I've had several instances of the kid that doesn't do sleepovers. Fine, got it. Parents pick them up at 8 p.m. never been an issue, but I've never had it escalate to the point where I've had any of their friends parents ask if they could stay over at my house so that their son or daughter could sleep the night with their friends. This does this stem from something that happened to the mom or too many Law & Order SVU episodes that she has seen? Like, there has to be something to this. This is a psychological situation. You would think maybe that would be part of the conversation when they ask to stay over. Like, hey, I'm going to stay with my child because we lost, you know, his his older sister died in a whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I get that feeling. Right. But then also, don't you want your kid just to experience being a kid? Yes, but I also, as a parent, I think you should figure it out when your kids are around four or five, six years old, sleeping over at other friends' houses. What is your take on it? You can't be wishy-washy. You you could probably just say, we're not going to do those until you're 10 or 11. And then you'll know that maybe they're a little bit more mature to do it. But I Liam has a friend who just doesn't like to sleep outside of his own bed, which as an adult, don't you get that? You're just like, yeah, oh, I, I kind adult, of get that. But like when you're 11, it was so fun. Five other kids staying up till 2 a.m. doing stuff that was sketchy and wrong. He loves doing parents. it at his house. He loves to sleep. And, and Liam has no problem sleeping over at other people's houses. So I, the last thing I would want is someone uncomfortable staying at my house. So if he prefers to have it at his house, then that's one thing. But having a parent there... That stuff lives on. Those things are going to be talked about within the friend group forever. Would you have done this if Liam's best friend 
wanted a sleepover, but mom said the only way he's sleeping over is if I get to spend the night in your guest room. What have you done it? Uh, I So I have a huge heart. I probably would have you entertained it. Wow. But you know who would have said no? Derek. Derek would say absolutely not. I would have been, no, this just isn't going to happen. I, like this is it, That's it, what would have happened. We would have said, let's just wait until he's a little bit older. If you're a mom or a dad and you're hearing this right now, would you ever go so far as to let a sleep, uh, a complete stranger sleep in your guest room so their little kid could hang out with your little kid till 2 a.m. and drink a bunch of soda and then go to bed? So when you type it into Google, it is how to host a sleep under for your kid's next oh, party. and how to now. So if you have like multiple kids, does that mean multiple parents are sleeping over? No, I don't no, think no, I'll no, go no, the no, rest no, of no, my no. life without ever meeting a parent that will do this. But I wonder... I wonder if people really do this. I am not running a free hotel. That's what I'm not running. Yeah. Or have your RV outside. You got an RV? Go ahead and park, park it on the RV. street. Sure, hook it I, up. I don't have a problem with that. But if your kid is not to the point where they can sleep over. Even the RV. Without you. No There's no, you can, no, do not pull up yeah. your RV in my cul-de-sac and hang out while your kid sleeps in my basement. Just keep them at home. I had a friend, Kelly, all through school, she would magically get a sick tummy at 10 p.m. And then her parents always expected that phone call at 10 p.m. So her first sleepover was our senior year. Her mom stood outside with one of those big uh, video cameras, (laughs) and she was like, she slept over everybody. It was a big deal, but... Moms or dads, would you allow like if your if your kid was friends with either cat or my kid, my kid, <laughs> would you let us sleep at your house because our kid didn't want to do a sleepover by himself? She has a fourth grader, and she had her son say, "I'd like to have a sleepover, mom." So mom said, "Have all your friends, parents, yeah. call me. I'll arrange it." And then she got the one odd request from a sleep under mom. And if you don't know what that means, that means when like an anxious parrot picks up their kid before bedtime, or in this case, asked if she, the mom, could sleep over in the guest room as well because she got too nervous when her kid wanted to sleep over. Then don't even, it, make it a house rule. No sleepovers until this age. No moms until 15? Yeah, I just think <laughs> it's so, it's pretty unhealthy to do something like that, especially at that formidable age of fourth grade. That's when kids start to really hold on to those memories. Like, oh, remember Eric's mom? She had to sleep over. Like, he was that much of a wuss. So my youngest is 16, and he has friends that still won't sleep over at other people's houses. And that's fine. I would rather have them not do that than even throw out this as an idea. The problem is, like, now it's known. So, like, when they're going to get together, yeah. they don't even invite him. And at one point, he's going to be okay with sleeping over, and yep. he's not going to get that invite. And that's what I'm always afraid of. I keep asking him, do you invite him? Do you invite him? He's like, yeah, but he's not going to come over. And I'm like, I know, I get it. It's like, you know. I would say to say it in front of your kids' friends. Like, listen, when you're ready, you say, hey, I want to sleep over tonight. And then it's up to them. Then it's in their court. So uh, I hear you talk about Liam's friend. Is it Gordy? No. Oh, he doesn't have a friend, Gordy? Well, he does have a friend, yeah, Gordy. Yeah, what, what if Gordy's mom said, yeah, Gordy can stay over, but I have to sleep in your guest room. You'd let her? Well, I know her very well. So you'd let but her? But if it's somebody random, no. If it's somebody that he's, like, never talks about at school, it, it depends. This is a... But also, I'd probably talk to her because I am close to her and say, don't do this. This, this is just a lot <laughs> right now. Yeah. Hey, Cheyenne, first thoughts when you heard of this, this whole thing break down? Honestly, I was like, ooh, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. Do you have kids? Like, honestly, like, but yes, I have three. 
What would you What would your reaction be if one of your daughters said, "Yeah, hey, my uh, my friend Katie is going to be able to stay over, but her mom's got to sleep in our basement too." But, uh, I don't even know her. Maybe if we had a few outings together, it'd be like a girls' night or something. Right. But I don't know. It could turn into like a cold case file, you know? Like, <laughs> you guys always go to the worst. Kat did this immediately, too. She's like, she's watching too much uh, Law & Order. And I'm like, maybe, maybe oh, yeah, not. You guys go to the worst case possible all Don't the time. Don't you think if you're a mom that is a nervous Nelly, that's okay. It's okay to be nervous like that, but to... And again, that, it could also be the other, it could be on the other foot. They could be nervous about that because sometimes you don't know other people. Right. Like, is your kid really safe? Yeah, exactly. But honestly, I'd have to get to know the, I'd have to get the parent, know the parents better. You know, maybe, you know, we can do something, maybe go camping or something. But other than that, I don't know about that. Most people know. are texting and saying, this is just ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous to have to follow your child everywhere they go. I think if you even explore it in your mind that you would want to do this, don't do it because it's going to get around and it's like I said, something that will follow them. Even if you're trying to make sure that they're feeling comfortable or whatever, they're not ready. They're not ready for this. Yeah, and that's okay. Independent. Yeah. And, and it's okay if your kid doesn't want to sleep over in people's houses. Like it's a weird uh, part of life where you like love to do it when you're 11 and then you just hate to do it. When you're a certain age, like I hate to spend the night other places aside from my I house. I still, I like pooping in other toilets. I like being able to eat somebody else's food in the middle of the night. Well, I like yeah, sure. And then stuff. leave at nine. Yeah. You know, it's great. Like I don't do it overnight. All right. So that's how I imagine like having grandchildren is going to be one day. You just get to leave them. You know what I mean? Just do whatever you want. And then just up and leave one morning. Yeah. You're going to be the greatest. I think it's going to be the greatest ever. Hey, Cheyenne, have a great morning. Thanks for chiming in. I hope you have a great day today. Let me tell you about... Saturday. Let me tell me. Okay, go ahead. We had, and uh, I got to hustle down to Mankato. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, today, uh, our hockey game for Saturday got rescheduled till today. Okay. So I found myself, my wife and I go to the gym real quick in the morning, and then we're just sitting there. I go, we got to do something today. So what did we do? We decided, you know what? Let's just go, like, to the Hayloft in Luxembourg. Let's get a burger and a yeah. beer, and just, like, let's just hang out. Well, as we roll in... We realize it's meat raffle night. Yeah. And horse races. And I'm telling you what. Did you win? We had to back up the Brinks truck, baby. You won meat? What? No, no, no. Oh. $500 on a horse race. No way. Yeah. Wow. Look. I wouldn't bet on horses. I never think to bet on horses. It, it's so much fun. And then there was the Ruby Dockies or horses or whatever yeah. it was. But like the second one we played, boom, five hundo. Wow. And then uh, my daughter and her boyfriend came out because they didn't have anything going on that night either. And they knew where we were. And Reagan's ripping off uh, pull tabs. Yeah. Her and Garrett, her boyfriend. Bang, $300 winner. Dang. Like, I'm telling you, we had to back the truck up. Those are good nights. Take home all yeah. that money, money. We got home. I just sat there because my wife got it all. It's all in cash. I'm like, we never have any cash in our house, ever. So what are you going to do with it? Possibilities are endless. You could invest, you could save it, or you could go do something fun the money's already been spent yeah. 10 times over. So I've been kind of reserving my Netflix shows for when I walk on the treadmill because it makes it go by a little bit faster as sure. opposed to watching it at home. And it's really working out. Um, but I 
am battling. So remember, was it like six months ago? Uh, it's been that long since I did work out, but I was on the treadmill and I was watching that Pam Anderson documentary. Remember that? Oh, right. It was all the nudity and everything. So I didn't even, I didn't even think about it. And then all these teens come to weight lift and they're all behind me and her boobs are out. I mean, like full nudity. I didn't even think about it. I'm walking, watching it. And then, so I've really been mindful of what I watch. But then there was a woman next to me watching Working Moms on Netflix. Have you seen that? That is mm-hmm. so good. That is so your type of show. What's it about? Um, Working Moms. And then, but it, like the comedians in it are so insanely funny. They're like the Kathleen Madigans that you like, you know? Okay, sure. But it just shows like you can be a working mom, have it all, but can you? But there are some graphic scenes. So I was like watching her watch it. And I'm like, I know some of the episodes already. And I'm like, you're going to, could she get in trouble? Did for she watching start it? looking around when they come on? Like they are really, really graphic scenes. So me wanting to save salt burn for the workout room. I don't know if I should. I don't know if there are rules to what you watch at your gym. Do they say watch appropriate things? Because I feel like. I've never seen a sign up at any gym that doesn't say don't watch adult themed videos on the treadmill or anything like that. I would say if I were at like a 24 hour fitness or something like that, then you could get away with it a little bit more because kids can't go in there. At this gym, 12 year olds can work out on their own. And that's kind of who you see after school. Not being a piece of trash is not watching a bunch of adult themed movies it was up for a an oscar i know but you know would you okay how old is liam now 11 you had to think about that that's so sad 11 would you would you hey would you let him watch it i wouldn't then you can't play it at the gym then you can't play it at the gym but my my phone is like right here at like chest level so i'm like looking down someone would have to be over my shoulder how about this what about if the the guy on the treadmill next to you was watching like real hardcore stuff would that bother you weird that's why what's so what's so much different this is up for a an Oscar. So okay, so, so only Oscar nominated nudity can Correct. be on at the gym. Well, then you're going to cut down quite a bit. I, I think you have to understand that people are going to watch what people are going to watch, but it's the stuff behind you. Like I, like you said, it's those kids. If that 12 year old sees a guy and a girl really getting after it yeah. on your phone, <laughs> that's on you now. That was like me on that Delta flight where they have they have the video screen in the headrest, and I was watching Pen 15. Remember when I was going to. Arizona and it was like the part where she's playing with her I little my little ponies or whatever it's so messed up but I look behind me there's like a 10 year old boy that's, watching okay, so it too I was like oh, it was an option that's on the airplane then you yeah. should there shouldn't be right uh, and I'm not trying to be old crotchety guy because uh, frankly I don't care but if the option of my, my five-year-old could have dialed up a movie that has graphic adult stuff on it yeah it shouldn't be available on the plane I thought the rule was that you could not play any plane, plane going down movies, like or any like hijacking oh, of plane movies. What do you mean? Why? Well, you the obvious watch, reasons like, you're alive. on a plane. You couldn't watch any 9-11 movie or a live or anything else on no. a plane. And I thought that that That's was the case, but then they had they had on the San Andreas where like or or what was it? What it was knock the, at the cabin where all the planes are going down. What about the Sully uh, movie? The, the Captain Sullivan movie. You can't yeah, watch that Yeah, why would they either? play that? That would be stupid. Why Because no? it's an entertaining movie. Keep it light. Throw me some J-Lo's. 
Throw me some rom-coms. You just want some boobs. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah, I just want to watch some jugs. That's a good question. Would you rather watch jugs or planes going down on <laughs> Is this where we're at today? Text at 3 <laughs> You're making the Dr. Martin Luther King so proud. We've come so far. I just want to watch Saltburn. I just want to watch Saltburn at the gym, and I can't. You can't. Because of the bath water scene, Watch it at say. home, you perv. So... I'm getting married. Super excited about that. Yay. I want a DJ. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I don't know how long that's going to be on if we don't settle this. But uh, I want a DJ. She wants a band. Bands are cool. It takes a lot of talent. But DJ can play everything, and they're playing the actual songs. The yeah. band's just going to be the same people, and I just I need help coming to a conclusion on that. I don't know. I love the idea of a DJ. I just think being able to go from one genre to the next. I've been to weddings with both and a band is cool. It creates that like fun club ambiance, but it's like essentially the same person singing their version of all these different songs that you love. But sometimes I think that's better. I got to, I disagree. I think a band that can keep your attention it can roll with some stuff. And but you got to get one of those, though. I, yeah, I know. But so. that's why you try them out, right? Like, I mean, everybody's seen The Wedding Singer. You do, yeah. like, a couple. You go, you, go, you try them out. You have them audition, or they send you a tape or something like that. So let's, let's take it to our listeners. I want people that have had a band at their wedding and let us know the pros and cons of that. Because we all know how DJs can do. They'll play all the songs that you love. But I want to know more about the band. So um, why don't we put you on hold, Mark, and you just listen to what they have to say, okay? Okay. What are some of your favorite games at a wedding? Sometimes there are those ones where you're like, oh, God, not again. I love it when they uh, put the uh, orange in the pantyhose and they tie them around the waist and the old people got to get out there and swing their hips. Haven't you ever seen that one? This is not a cabin party. Yeah, no, no, no. You've never seen these at weddings? All the time I've they seen these. They do not do oh, those sure. at where I weddings. Come from, Yard games? Yeah, where I come from, this stuff happens. You've never seen Maybe that? Maybe I have to ask someone that is not from Belle Plaine. Because yeah. that is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Well, what's your favorite, though? I like the shoe game. What's the shoe game? The shoe game is like... No. Where are you from? <laughs> no. It's like they have to answer the question, like, who um, has the most skid marks in their underwear? And then, like... He raises his, you know, like shoe up. Why raise your shoe and not your hand? Because it's the shoe game. I don't know. It's the shoe game. That's how. Oh, you and like- you're calling my stuff stupid. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And I hate paying to dance with the bride. I think that's weird and tacky. Yeah, you're a John then. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like some. Especially hooker- if you're like thirty bucks in and you're the uncle. Like that's mm, weird. The weird. I watched that one. Yeah. Even more money for you. Tuesday morning, $2,000 and tickets for the craft beer tour. That sounds appetizing. Set an alarm for 640 Tuesday and be here for the live show as we get you back into the podcast now. Bingo. How fun. Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo. Bingo what bingo? Bingo. Bingo. All right, so Kat is officially going to get the bingo, but you're going to get the goodies if you're somebody listening who... Who has ever had their car stolen? I feel so bad for this guy in California. He bought a classic car. This was a lifetime in the works that he has saved up for this 1962 Chevy Impala convertible. And just to have it stolen weeks later... You work hard for this, you know, and uh, people just come and, you know, snatch it right from you. They bent the grill, and as you can see in the video, the grill is busted uh, just to open the hood. And, you know, they could uh, bring it to a chop shop, 
part it out, uh, try to repaint it. It just sucks. You know, these punks are out here doing stuff like this. Dang. Oh, that makes me feel so sad And that's for such him. a rare car, too, to find something that's yeah. in great condition. So you're looking for anyone listening who... Who has had their car stolen. I'm looking for anyone listening who isn't paying for the place you're staying. Oh. So my oldest son just went back to start his final college semester. He'll graduate in the spring. And he was telling me while he's back on break about one of his friends whose parents have already gifted them their summer house. So he'll move to their summer house once he graduates. Lovely. Rent free, fully stocked. They have an account at the grocery store in this little town. He legitimately has nothing to pay for as he starts his college journey. So is this just like a 90-day brain his, break yeah. until he starts his uh, he's career? Supposed, they're hoping that he'll get a job in this town or somewhere close, okay. and he'll just never have to pay rent. The home is theirs. It's paid for. They're wow. very well off. So he's starting. He'll graduate college yeah. with, uh, I don't know, whatever debt he has. But, you know, likely his parents are paid for it. But his mom and dad already own a house that he will live in rent-free. And they have an account at the grocery store, which they pay off uh, via credit card every month. Dang. And I mean, think about that. When you got done with school and they handed you whatever certificate it was, go out into the big world. The first thing you thought of was, I have to find a really crappy small place to live so I can uh, have as much money as possible. I lived, my room that I lived in when I first thought I was going to be independent was the size of a bathroom stall. And it was $400, and I could only manage to live there for six months. Then I had to go crawling home. Eric, good morning. How are you today, man? I'm doing good. How about you? Good. Thanks for asking. Who's going to get the bingo here? Kat's looking for anyone listening who has actually had their car stolen, and I'm looking for anyone listening who is living rent and pay- or payment-free. Which one do you fit? Uh, today I fit with you, JJ. All right. You're living absolutely free. Now, who's paying for where you live? Um, it's kind of an odd situation. Um, we're basically living in my fiance's father's property for free of rent. So is it free of rent, but then you have to do things around the house? Like, is this a property that has to be maintained and you're expected to do that? Um, absolutely. Yep. There's some maintenance. There's actually some repairs and stuff that I've kind of just been doing and helping out with at no charge on my free time. Yeah, that's um, great. Various things like that. In yep. your mind, if you were to pay rent or a mortgage on a place like this, how much would you be shoveling out every month? Oh, I would say about eight fifty to a thousand. Okay. So, so is this like my in laws? Their house is paid off. Their property is paid off. Is that? Um, he yep he he owns two places, correct? So both places are paid off. And how long is this uh, very attractive situation going to last for you? <laughs> Um, hopefully it's going to be temporary. The goal is to save up and, and buy our own home. You know, if I could do that and, and, you know, hopefully God willing, I'll be able to do that. I would for my kid. Like there's nothing better than to be given, you know, a little bit extra help. Yeah. What if, okay. uh, what if father-in-law said, Hey, it's your wedding gift. You guys get to live here. Is this like optimum spot for you as far as work goes? Is this the house you want to kind of have? Or would you be like, no, nah, we're good. I'll probably be like, now nah, we're good. I mean, yeah. it's nice. It's got a little piece of land, but it's it's not where we'd want to be. We're thankful, though. Good. How, uh, uh, last question. Is he going to hold this over your head? Oh. Sometimes it feels that way. Yeah, oh, okay. I bet. I wait. Oh, uh, do you think you're heightened, though? Because sometimes maybe you're just like, does he think I am not good enough for his daughter? Should he have married her off to somebody else that Jeez. could afford a house? or? I mean, these are not my intrusive oh, thoughts. No. I'm just saying, like, I know you're doing right. what you got to do. 
<laughs> Not so much him, but her, her mom kind of has that attitude, yes. Wow. wow. So you're, you're probably looking to get out sooner than later. When's the wedding, do you know? Um, It's... It's probably about a year out, what we're thinking. You got to move that up, son. You got to get out of there. It sounds like I it's think, about troubling for you. <laughs> I think it's a really good look, though, that you do those extra things around the house, not being asked, not being paid to do them. I think that that's a really good look. Plus, think of all the stuff you can run to the pawn shop with that he'll never know about that are in the house right now before you get married. And I'm not getting a deadbeat vibe. So I am. go on with your money. This guy sounds like a horrible human. <laughs> Stop I'm it. I'm on my way to work. Rarely do my wife and I just go out like without friends or without a purpose or without family members but we found ourselves Saturday with really nothing to do because uh, plans had changed my son's hockey game had gotten moved to today so we're like what you want to just go to like a little bar and have a burger and a beer and we're like yeah that sounds like a good idea so uh, we get ready we head out and we're, we're sitting at the bar we had just placed our order and uh, you know when you sit down and you really don't know anybody you kind of graze across the room and you're just, you know, just kind of taking in people. My wife is a notorious people watcher. Like, she's slack-jawed and she's like, uh, I like putting voices to people. She, Liam and I do it all the time when we're out to lunch. Like, we'll put voices to them. It's so fun. If you had to put a voice to me, what would it sound like? Oh, hi. How's it going? <laughs> Maybe a little southern twang. All right. But we um, like to say, like, oh, I bet they're arguing. But they're not, you know? And then they're like... And you put a scenario to it. It's fun. Try so there's it. this spot right next to me at the bar. One spot, right? And uh, a guy and his, his lady come over and they're, I don't know, in their 60s, I'm guessing. And uh, and he goes, hey, the spot taken? I go, no, absolutely not. And he sits down. <gasps> and That's her life. The, the, the lady just kind of posts up behind him. That's her life. And I go, I go hey, do you want to sit down? And I got up. And even my wife, the same time, she goes, do you want to sit down? She goes, no, 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 no. I like standing. I like standing. It's my birthday. <laughs> so I really <laughs> I was stand. like, oh my gosh, you stand more on your birthday. I would think you'd want to sit down. So she proceeds to tell pretty much everyone at the bar that it's her birthday. Yeah. And I'm not saying it wasn't her birthday. All right. But the way that she was presenting that it was her birthday felt scammy to me. It felt drink scammy to me. Okay. All right. Because right. she had. Get this girl a drink. Right. And then the bartender yeah. came over and he goes, I'll have a Coors Light. And she goes, well, it's my birthday. So I, she goes, so I'll have a Chardonnay, a shot of Fireball, and a water. And I'm like, Jesus. You think that's their weekend scam that they run? Maybe. It's her birthday every weekend? Maybe, but they seem like people knew them, so I was trying to give them the... Anyways, what happened, though, is the guy puts money down for his beer. Yeah. And the bartender says, oh, those are on me. It's happy birthday for her Chardonnay wow. and her Fireball, right? And I look over, and they're just about to leave. And I go, hey. What about a tip? She's working really hard back there. And she yeah. said, I don't need to tip because it's, it's my birthday. <laughs> and I instantly, this went through my head. You couldn't throw a couple dollars down for her efforts. Look at how much money you have from not spending money on those drinks. I was like, why? You? So her theory was you don't have to tip if it's free. All so, right. like, let's say you go in with a, a free meal coupon. You still yeah. tip your waiter yeah, or waitress, right? So I thought this would be kind of a fun time just to go through things you've been seeing lately that you think are rude. First thing that comes to mind? This is also a good exercise because if you do these things, they're rude. So some people just don't know. But I have always taught Liam to hold the door. And then you got the Minnesota door hold. 
where you wait, like yeah. 20 people. Then even somebody that's parking, you wait, and then they <laughs> do the shuffling. I do that at the gym all the time, but I rarely get thanked for it. Really? Yeah. See, that's so rude to me. There was a, a woman walking through the community center door. She had a couple of kids on her hips, and uh, Liam held the door, and she just walked in. Did, and so I do the passive-aggressive, you're welcome, like that, oh. under my breath. But also, here's another rude. We were at JF Cruz Jewelers this last weekend. They have, like, little candy jars throughout their showroom of Hershey Kisses. Oh, somebody the was in there touching them all. No, the they? guy who was standing there and his wife was kind of looking around. Not one of our listeners, just somebody that was randomly in there to buy jewelry. And she was looking, and he ate, like, seven or eight of them and just wadded them up and left them there. Oh, right man. Right there in the glass. So I went up, swiped them into my hand, and threw them out. Don't be rude. Those are good ones. What? Have you seen lately that immediately makes you think that is just so rude, Amy? Hey, I think it's incredibly rude when people do not hold the door for people behind them. Right, just kind of like what we mentioned. That's I, I don't get why people don't just say thank you. I know. I don't get it. I it's never will. very, very odd. Things you're thinking are rude. Bethany. Hey, you know what I find disgusting? What? When I see a completely healthy person young person especially park in a handicapped spot yeah and get out and go jumping and skipping inside inside of <laughs> yeah the right when you see when you see them and you know they're perfectly able now I usually don't jump to conclusions because there are other reasons that you can get a handicap sticker right I think people would like to hear what those are like you have the physical uh, setbacks that people get one of those placards for but if you don't give off the vibe that you are handicapped, why do you have a sticker? I think some people want to know that. I mean, I'm not going to be a stickler. I got to park where I got to park, and it's not that big of a deal for me. But if people have ever called you out, it's probably because by society standards, you don't look handicapped. So I would love to know if somebody has ever ran into that. Hey, good morning. What's your name? Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. What's going on, man? What's your thoughts on this? Um... Basically, like, people that just let, leave their shopping carts anywhere they want. Yes. Oh, I, I watched even, one this especially weekend. Especially Costco. It, like, so freaking bad at Costco. Yeah. Uh, we had a, a guy that was a phone screener for our show for a while, and that was his his other job. So he was going to school. He was working for us, and then he'd get done here, and he'd go right over to Walmart and circle all those carts together. Yeah. And what uh, a couple of things that he had said. Number one, about once a week, somebody would give him a tip, like give him $5. Uh-huh. And that meant the world to him. Even if you have a buck, right. why not? You look at, especially winter time. I mean, that is a rough gig. That's very, that's But how can you not put intensive. your cart back in that corral? Most of the, I mean, they, there's a hundred of them out there. I don't get it. It's like eight cars away at the very most. Yeah. And if you're, if yeah. you're that big of a, a jerk about it, well, then just park next to one, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and then you just leave it in a parking place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then the odds are somebody's going to hit it and ding another car. And mental rent on that. I don't know if you'll ever understand people like that. Put your card away. You're too good of a guy, Dan. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's it. And humble, too. Yeah. Have a great morning. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Chuck texted us. He said, when clocking out from work, standing there and coworkers will skip me and uh, sometimes to clock out. We don't clock out. So I don't know what that I don't think I've ever had to clock out of anything. Oh, have you've you never had a job? Oh, for sure. I've had a fast food job where I had to clock in and out. I had a radio job where I had to clock in and out. And one of the guys on our oldie station had so little to do, he wouldn't get 40 hours in during the week. So he would 
Go on Saturday morning and clock in at 8 a.m., go to a movie, go shopping, go drinking with his buddies, and then at 5 o'clock, he'd always say, we got to swim by the radio station, he'd clock back out. That's rude. Just to make sure he got all his 40 hours in. I got time for one more. Good morning. What's your name? Ashley. Hey, Ashley, thoughts on this? Uh, What's so rude? Well, back to the handicap sticker thing. Oh, sure. So my dad has one, and he can walk and everything else, but back in 2020... He had an ascending and descending aortic dissection. Okay. And at surgery, 14 hours, huge heart thing. But he has a handicap sticker, and he looks completely fine. But he has COPD really bad and gets super winded. And a lot of people actually have given him dirty looks for it. I get that one. So he has enough energy to maybe walk in and get one of those carts that could... Does he have, like, a a mobile cart that he would use in a store so he doesn't have to walk? in the wind. In the winter times, it's a lot worse. Yeah, like because like now, like with this weather, he can barely make it from the house to his truck. Oh man! But I mean, using it, I mean, it just comes and goes like with flare-ups. I mean, I don't know if he's necessarily ever used the cart, but sure. I mean. But you're has- saying basically, if we see him get out of his car and it's in a handicapped spot, he's probably going to look to us, quote unquote, normal. And then yeah, people are going to shoot him side eyes, and uh, and he's really just kind of barely making it in there with the COPD. When it's really not yep. our business. Yep. Um, you know, that's the same thing for Samantha, who texted, my son has autism and seizures, and we have had a handicap placard in the past, despite him not looking significantly physically sure. disabled. See, these are good to open the eyes yeah. to some people where they're like, that person looks totally normal. It's like, it's not your business. Yeah. Just park where you normally park. They call it... Was it also Blue Monday? Did you see it refer to that this morning as well? Because today is the day that most people will be getting all of their credit card statements from the money they spent over Christmas. Yes. And they say between that and the lack of light and everything else. And I'm like, that's a horrible day to have on top of Martin Luther King Day. So they have some things that you can do. I did read uh, this morning on ways to beat Blue Monday. And I mean, you could probably use these for all of your Mondays. I know for myself, if I, on a Sunday night, get everything ready and like clean and organized, then I know I'm going to have a great week. But they say that you could um, take a cold shower this morning on a freezing day. I don't know if that sounds appealing. But they also say having morning nookie today. Oh, is going to help you. Oh, sure. The blues. So if you're not out of bed yet and we're just on your Alexa or something, we give you full permission. Just do a little tap tap on the shoulder. Say, meet me in the shower. Shower. Oh, really? Let's you're going to go that far. You're not just going to hammer it out right there. No shower. We got a bed. Sh- have a shower time is my favorite. All right. If you grew up like a rich, snobby kid that really didn't ever need anything like cats. I am right here. Probably no need for you to join this conversation, but on the heels of the mom that had called our show last week and had talked about her daughter getting basically just bullied and harassed for having a knockoff Stanley when she came back from Christmas. It was given to her by her uncle. She was super happy to have it. She goes to school. These bratty little kids noticed that there wasn't a Stanley logo on it, and they started working this girl, and now she doesn't want anything to do with it. Came home crying. Sad. Multiple, multiple cases of this. All around the country. That's it's just crazy. So when I was a kid, Air Jordans were the hottest thing. And my parents spending one hundred dollars on a pair of shoes were absolutely unheard of. They would not go for that. I mean I, I can't even go in 
to the depths of the things that my dad explained what he did for our country so that we could have power and running water, much less me spending $100 on a pair of shoes. So I didn't want for anything, okay? It I, it has been put out there, but um, I didn't sit there and, like, pout when I didn't get something, you know? But did you ever have constantly. to live with a knockoff? One time I did. One time. I didn't get the data pad. I got the off version of the data pad. If you are my age, 38, go back to when you were nine. Everybody had the data pad. You could write your deepest, darkest thoughts in it. Uh, Talk about who you had a crush on. It needed a passcode. But I got the generic version. And um, it did. It stuck with me. I had the AJKOs. That's the Air Jordan knockoffs. Okay. They were the Sky Jordan ones. So they were the red, white, and black ones. But instead of having the swoosh, the Nike swoosh, there was a downward facing double arrow. Like they went down. So it was like if the swoosh meant your parents make this much money, the downward ones mean your parents have this much money. And I remember I and they came with black and white shoelaces. Yeah. So I used each of them and I spent, I bet, hours lacing up these tennis shoes to wear them to school. Tongue was out looking so deaf. Who said something? Do you remember somebody that said something? Josh Baines. We got a last name. All right. The the kid was uh, a year older than me, and I walked in, and this was fifth grade, and he was sixth grade because we had elementary school until sixth grade. And that kid immediately lit me up. Look at those fake Jordans. (gasps) Look at those. I I just melted, right? Like (sighs) I was just like, ah. And this kid was so much bigger than me, so there wasn't like a chance that I was going to fight my way out of it or do anything. I mean, I just – and. I had this one really good friend. His name was Paul, and he was the one that just came up to me at my locker. He's like, I think they're cool. I think they're really, really neat, man. And I what and I, pro- nice I probably should have cared that he was trying to be nice to me, but I was just seeing red. And the next day, those, Air jo- those fake Air Jordans were sitting right next to our doors. I headed out in my old tennis shoes again. And uh, and I do remember my mom, when I, she didn't notice that I left for the bus with the, the the old shoes, yeah. but she knew when I came home. The, I'm sure every day or every time she walked by, I'm just like, "Why isn't he wearing these?" Oh, and she came home. She's like, "Is there something wrong with those shoes?" And I was just like, "Oh no, they just kind of hurt my feet. I need to break them in." Like yeah. I couldn't tell her that I was getting made fun of at school for not having real Air Jordans. I want Liam to tell one story, just one story of hard knock growing up. So you can tell him about so how you I didn't get the data pad you wanted. Hit him with a car. Yeah. I'll be like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> Honestly, like we go big on his shoes, on his footwear, because his whole life I've gone to Once Upon a Child. And you can also get, you can get Nike stuff at Once Upon a Child. You can get Adidas. It's all about cleaning them up. I mean, they could still live that brand name lifestyle, but he knows go big on your shoes. That's fine because I buy all of this stuff there. So there's a and give what's and what's he learning from this? That there's a give and take in life. So spend a lot of money on shoes is what he's learning. Um, that there's a give and take. And that mom and dad will buy them everything. Yep. G&T. The Playhouse Podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.